This week's Four Questions Journalist Spotlight is brought to you by Lefts Atlanta Media, Atlanta's best journalist database. Subscribe at leftsatlantamedia.com. Welcome to another edition of our Four Questions Journalist Spotlight. We are talking today with Savannah Louie with CBS 46 WGCL here in Atlanta. Good morning, Savannah. Good morning. It is so good to be here. Thank you for letting me do this. I'm so Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've been... I've been thinking I should do like a Savannathon, you know, have like oh all the Savannas in media in, in like one week after another. But, you know, I, I probably couldn't coordinate that to get it to get it done. But maybe I'll oh. eventually get them done and then I'll do like a special down the road, like, be like, be like Savannah month or something like that. It. Yeah. Yeah. But but we're not talking about those other Savannas today. We're talking about Savannah yeah. Louie. This is your this is your 25 minutes. Yes. Um, those other savannas, they can call me and they can set up their own Take interviews. Their own later. There, yeah. there, there you go. There you go. All right. So, so Savannah, so you are a let's see, you're a reporter and weekend anchor with CBS Forty Six. Yes. Is that correct? All right. So, yeah. talk to me about what your schedule is like. Oh gosh. All right. Well, so this week, I'll say it is a little different this week because we're recording this on a Wednesday. Usually, I'm working on Wednesdays. I'll anchor the Saturday and Sunday evening newscasts, and then I'll report out in the field on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, and I, I do have to throw in something there. While I am reporting, my technical title is an MMJ, multimedia journalist. So that means on occasion, I'll be the one who's actually shooting, editing, and Throwing the whole story together for the afternoon newscasts. Yeah, it's it's funny. I saw I had, I'm looking at business card here. So I got a I got a card from another reporter recently, and her her card said multi skilled journalist. And I said, oh. is, it, is that is that the new terminology for MMJ? She's like, yeah, it's just that's just what we're what we're calling ourselves this week. The marketing term. Yeah, multi skilled journalist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like okay, but but it's it's basically you're you're. As you said, you're you're shooting, you're reporting, you're writing, you're editing, setting up your own lights and your own camera and, and everything out in the field, right? Everything all on a super tight deadline, which makes the day always very exciting. So do you, do you ever get a, a photographer or are you always by yourself? Well, you know, it's funny. So I don't know if you want a little like history lesson. Sure, but, uh, sure. We were, we were originally, when I joined the team, we were owned by a company called Meredith. This was back in September. Uh, and then in December, we were officially bought out by Gray, Gray TV. And since that happened, it's been pretty cool. We've gotten a lot more funds, a lot more resources for our station. And so in the past few months, I've noticed I've been able to work with a photographer more often, which personally I love. I think you get better quality when you have two people working on a story versus one person out there trying to you know, set everything up, set up the shot, make sure it sounds good, looks good, and then process what the person's saying. That's a lot to put on one person, right? Um, so when you get the benefit of working with a photographer, a team member, I think it really gives you the opportunity to make a great, great, great story out of it. Yeah, and and your live shots, you can you can be moving, and the photographer yeah. can follow you. You can do a little more action that way too. It's unless you've got a remote control on the camera, that's hard to. That's what you need. He's like one of those tracking tracking things, so the camera camera okay. tracks as you move. I gotta cut you off there. Uh, we don't want to give them any more ideas. <laughs> In case you can't tell, I'm not really the biggest fan of the one man band thing. Yeah. Well, no, but no, nobody is. Nobody, nobody is. But. You know, it's it's you know it's it's funny that it's kind of going gone in waves. I mean, thirty years ago, there were lots of one man bands, and then it kind of went to 
crews a lot more. And then is I think part of it is technology. Is technology, oh, yeah. you know, the equipment became easier to use, became a lot lighter. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember first time I saw an MMJ with her with her gear. I mean, it was packed in a suitcase about right. about, about this big. Yeah, it's like, and instead of having the camera, she had, you know, the camera is about this big. Yep. And I said, is, is that is that all your stuff? She said, oh, yeah, that's it. And she had, she had a light kit in the bag. She had camera. She had, yes. she had everything. And she set it up in about 10 minutes, and boom, she was, she was good to go. Yeah, well, and, and here's the thing, too. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to say, you know, when I first got into this industry, my journalism professors would say, oh, yeah, you'll have to MMJ in maybe your first or second markets, but by the time you get to the bigger <laughs> you won't have to. But unfortunately, like you said, the technology is just following us and getting a little better as the years go on. And I'm finding that uh, what I think three out of the four stations here are using the MMJs. Um, Sorry for my rant. I was going to say, I'm, I'm trying to think who's I'm trying to think who's not. Um, I don't think WSB is. You don't think they are? No, I, I always feel like when I see them out, I, I see them with a photog. With a photog? Or duo. Um, some of, I think some of them I think some of them are. Um I guess part of the part of the nice thing is also when you when you've got the reporters who can do their own equipment, then you can also send you can split it up and yeah. send the photogs out to do other things too. So you're kind of doubling your resources that way. Right. Um, I mean, I, I tell you, it, there's some photographers in town that are so good they can go out and cover a story, and you know you don't even you don't even realize that there wasn't a reporter there because anchors anchors reading and, and whatnot. And somebody else has done all the writing, but. But they've done such. They, they know who to interview. Mm-hmm. They know what questions to ask. They know the, the video to get, and uh, and they're they're not reporters, but they're they're really good. So you know, it allows you to spread your resources a little bit more. Yeah, there are there are good things about it. I don't want my bosses to watch this and be like, there is a time and a place for MMJs. I'll say yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so you were in, let's see, you were in San Antonio and St. Louis before here. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I was in St. Louis for two years working on the morning show up there. And then before that, I was working uh, in San Antonio. I had an interesting schedule in San Antonio to where I would work on news as a reporter or MMJ. Um, maybe two or three times a week. And the other half of the week was split into, I would work on the entertainment show. And ah, okay. yeah, it was like, it was probably one of the most fun jobs I've ever had because I was the girl that would get sent out to the new restaurants and getting to interview the entertainment, uh, you know, maybe shows that would come to town. It was a very fun job. Um, I think there are some reporters in this market who do something pretty similar, but there used to, there, yeah, I mean, there used to be. I mean, for a while, Channel Eleven had a a, yeah. a full time entertainment reporter. They mm-hmm. they uh, cut that off during the pandemic, and that reporter is now at, at E actually E Entertainment yeah. L A. So there's there's not there's no one in town that is a dedicated entertainment reporter. Yeah. So crazy because Atlanta's. I mean, we've we've got it. Yeah. I know, I know. Uh, it's so if you would, if you lobby for that, I mean, we do a lot of entertainment stuff. So if you say, you know, Mitch said he can set me up with stories just about every day. So start with a weekly segment, and then we'll kind of grow it from there. But I love that. Uh, yeah, but between between the filming, film and TV, music, and all the esports and gaming stuff that's going on in, in in Georgia, I mean, I mean, we were able to keep that. Channel 11 folks, we, we're able to keep them busy almost every day. 
I'm sure. Just with all kinds of story ideas. So, so yeah. So, I mean, I, I think as much as the entertainment industry is growing in Georgia and gosh, with, you know, with you guys mm-hmm. being part of, part yeah. of gray and, and all that they're doing over, over an assembly and all that. Um, yeah. I was talking, I was doing, setting up an interview the other day with one of your producers actually for a, a film, a film related story for something that's oh, going cool. on, going on, coming out soon. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, there's so much happening uh, in, in entertainment. So, I'll I'll support you. I'll be your yeah. I'll be your like source. Just, you don't have to you don't have to tell people. Don't tell people where you can tell tell people it's all you, That's and I'll just true. I'll just feed you stuff. I love taking all the credit when it's a good thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's, these are all my contacts. Yeah, I'm coming up with all this stuff. They don't have to exactly. know. They don't have. No one has to know. It's just between us. Exactly. And the fifty other people that are watching this podcast. <laughs> remember that? Uh, I don't know if you remember. There was a interview years ago that Connie Chung did with Newt Gingrich's mother. It's like a classic interview where it was on like CBS Evening News and she's she's talking to Gingrich's Newt Gingrich's mom and her his mom is like smoking a cigarette, you know, while while she's doing the interview. And mom's mom's probably like eighty at the her mom was like eighty or eighty five years old at the time. And Connie Chung says, she leans forward, she says, just between us, tell me about Hillary. You know, just between us, and you know, still recording. Right. Right. And Newt's mom says, "She's a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> and, and of course, it was recording. And of course, they use that. And it was—it's like uh, I'll just send you that clip. It's—it's it's like it's like classic. But what's so funny? I mean, this is probably I don't know, nineteen nineties, somewhere in there. And you know, she's like puffing away on the cigarette while she's doing the interviews. I mean, it's yeah. it's, it's hilarious. Um, anyway, okay, so. Talk to me about what – how do you look at your coverage and what you want to do, and is there a way that you differentiate it from other stations and what other reporters want to do? Is there, so, you know, we want to be this – we want to do this kind of reporting as compared to others. Yeah, so I think that this mindset is actually, I think, going through a lot of different stations across the country right now, and I say that as someone who used to work in St. Louis – for Tegna, which is um, the, the company that also owns 11 Alive here. So I feel yep. like I have a little insight into what a few different companies are thinking. Um, we are so shifting from that, if it bleeds, it leads mentality. There's a lot more focus on community-driven stories. Now, that's not to say that, sorry, um, that's not to say that we don't focus on, you know, the, the crime in Atlanta, because that is important, and it does impact the community, but it's finding ways to tell these stories, while still making them applicable to the entire community. So let me give you an example. On over the weekend, there was a shooting um, that happened at a gas station next to a club, and there were like, like eight teenagers or early 20-somethings who were shot. Um, in the past, or what I know some people some stations here did, um, you might just cover the shooting. Maybe you would try to interview the victims, families, and things like that, which let me say, like, that's still very important. We want to tell those stories, right? But there's also an element where you have to think, okay, how can I tell this story in a way that more people would maybe feel impacted by it? Um, so when I covered this story on Monday, I made sure I mentioned, um, this ordinance that's going through Atlanta city council right now. And that ordinance is working to, uh, it would close 
establishments that have had two or more violent incidences um, within the past two years. I thought this was so interesting because right now it's something that's being discussed. It's going to be brought up at their next meeting on um, August 1st, I believe. Uh, but it's something that's going to impact more people than just those who were involved in that one crime. You know what I'm right. saying? Um, and I think that that kind of mentality, let's shift it from just this small group or small amount of people that were impacted and just try to see if we can make it like a more community driven focus. Um, another thing that I think we're doing is trying to bring brighter news to our newscasts. And that goes along with like, you know, not just covering a murder, but making sure that we have those positive stories in the newscast because um, news can be tough. And if you give people a little bit of hope, I think that goes a long way. Um, even if it's just like a two minute long story, like that's something that can really, it adds a much needed element to a, a newscast that can be very heavy. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you, you know, I watch a newscast sometimes and I'm like shooting, shooting, car mm-hmm. wreck, you know, another shoot. I mean, it's like, okay, this 10 minutes of this person was shot here. This person was shot here. This person, okay. Can we get it? You know, it's like several people were shot. Yes. It's, I mean, so when he, sometimes I like to see, okay. And, and here's some good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, although it is funny sometimes when when a producer doesn't really segue well, like they segue from a really serious, sad story to yeah. and and here's a kid at a bouncy gym party, and it's like okay, that's when you go to commercial, then come back with a happy story, right? <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And I mean, that's something that I run into on the weekends. You know, when I'm anchoring and I'm reading shooting after shooting after shooting, it's so easy to almost become desensitized to that, and that's what we don't want. You know, like you never want to read the news and just not feel a connection or like you are disassociating from your community. Like right. that's why we all get into this profession. I think for the most part, like a lot of us want to help our community in some way. So if we can, as journalists work to find ways to develop the story beyond X, Y, and Z happened, I think it, it really does a lot for us, not just as journalists, but as the people we're trying to serve. That's good. That's good. Uh, it's interesting. You know, I'm, I'm in St. Louis a couple of times a year because my wife's family is from there. But I, yeah, so I, I have watched a good, a good amount of St. Louis uh, local news. And I, I have noticed over the years that St. Louis has a lot fewer live shots than Atlanta does. You know, like Atlanta is like every, every reporter is live almost from somewhere during the newscast. Whereas St. Louis, sometimes on their I guess, let's see, there would be like a 9 o'clock and a 10 o'clock news, right? Sometimes there's like one report of it's live, and then there's no other no other lives, uh, which which is, and I don't know, maybe it's just me noticing that and other people wouldn't notice, but sometimes I feel like there's a there's a tendency in Atlanta to be like, we have to be live from somewhere. And I've I always been of the school of, yes, that's great, if it is important to the story to be live there. Or if the reporter's somewhere far out and they couldn't get back in time to be in the studio or, or whatnot. But you know, the joke is always like, I'm live at 11 in front of this building, which is really dark now. And you can't see anything. But six hours ago, it was bright out and you could see things and things were happening. But, you know, but I'm live. That's so funny you picked up on that. You know, it's hard for me to speak on that one because when I was in St. Louis, I was live every day, Monday through Friday. Because I was on the morning show. Oh, yeah, yeah. All the morning reporters, you're always live every half hour, uh, if not more often than every half hour. That's, right? that's true. That's true. Yeah, I guess there's maybe, maybe it's more the night side. Maybe they just, I don't know. And I don't know if that's a 
conscious it'd be interesting i've never i've never really talked talk to some reporters there to understand kind of is that a conscious thought to say we don't need to go live at night or is it just kind of the way it's always been in st louis and they're just kind of like okay let's just keep doing it this way it may be a stopping thing um i say that because if you don't have a photog to shoot your live shot in st louis you're not going live um it's also might be a safety thing yeah. I People give Atlanta a lot of flack for being a very crime-ridden city, but I would say that St. Louis is um, the same, if not worse, in especially in some areas. So, some areas, yeah. 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 No need. I, I know the areas you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, um, all right. So, let's see. So, what we talked about entertainment a little in terms of something you like. Are there other topics or areas that you, you're looking at? I think I'd like to cover that a little bit more. And I know you've got kind of that balance between breaking news that you have to cover and enterprise stories that you're like, okay, I'm pitching the story. I'd like to cover this story, right? You know, honestly, I love stories of any kind of uh, genre, I guess you could say. But my favorite stories are ones that involve kids or families. I just, I love kids. I think they're so funny. And sometimes they can be a little shy, but when you get that spunk, that little character out of them. It's, it's just so funny. And a lot of the times when we're doing these stories, like I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude or throw shade, but if you're doing a story on like medical things, which, I mean, we've done a lot of medical health stories in the past couple of years, for example, um, those stories can be a little bit tired, right? Like how many times have you been watching the news and you're like, Oh my gosh, I have to listen to another doctor. Tell me, uh, tell me this medical terminology but I may or may not understand. Like, so when you get a little break from that and you meet an interesting character, it doesn't even have to be a kid at this point. I'm like, if you're, if you're a real person and I can relate to you and we have a good conversation, there is nothing better than that. You know, it, it just makes your day. It really does make my day at least a little bit better. And, you know, I, I didn't always know I was going to go into journalism. I thought I was going to go into communications because I love talking with people. Um, and so when I started getting more into journalism and I found that, you know, you can still have those connections with folks. Um, it is just the best part of the job for me. It really is. Yeah. Well, and, and obviously you still get to talk to people a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> every, every single day, right? Whether yeah. you want, whether you want to or not. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't even know if I answered your question with that. I think my, my answer is really just any story that has a good character. That's yeah. what I'm always looking for. Yeah, and, and obviously, got to have a little bit of a visual for TV, right? Yeah. 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 I've had clients who had great stories. I'm like, okay, what they want? Who would be on TV with this? What's what's the visual? Well, I'm going to stand in front of this podium and talk about it. <laughs> yes, but let's do something more. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Let's go out to your plant. Let's go out talk to your people. Let's do that. Oh, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Which it, have I your talking head? <laughs> it is more work, but like at the end of the day, like you, the viewer will notice a difference between those stories, whether they recognize why right. they notice it or not. So it, it's yeah. worth it. That's well, sure. and you know, we we do a lot of training with clients, and we always talk about you know, for television, you got to think about the visuals. For radio, you got to think about the audio. What are the what is the sound that people hear? And if you can provide some audio or some visual. To, to, to those kinds of stories, and it a makes it more likely the reporter's going to be interested in, and makes the story more intriguing. Um, we did we did a story a couple of years ago at the, with a 
construction related client and they were doing this kind of expo with uh kids learning how to learning trades and, and whatnot and um you know, we had a radio reporter that wanted to come out and do it, and then he got pulled off on something else at the last minute. But he said, I still want to do the story. We'll, you know, we'll just kind of do the interviews over the phone. And he says, but I need some sound. So he had me go around with my phone and just kind of record the noise of different tools around the expo floor. And I, then I just, you know, set him the file. So he had the sounds of hammering and, and drills and, you know, all kinds of, you know, all kinds of different different kinds of things, and he just kind of wove that into the story, and it was it was it was perfect. Yeah, it's like okay, yeah, I can do that. It was easy yeah. to do. You know, we do try to do that with TV stuff too. We call those uh, the gnat sounds, right? Uh, and you know, it really I've noticed before if you're kind of like drifting away from a story, the gnat sounds really bring you back in, pull you right. in, and make it feel like you're in the setting. So yeah, I, I mean, that. if you, you've got some abrupt screeching hammering sounds like you know because you're you know a lot of times in the evening someone's the tv's on they're getting dinner ready and then and then and they kind of hear the anchors talking anchors talking anchors and then you know if you hear like this boom sound you look up it's like oh what was that what was that sound yeah because you're not watching you're you're listening and you're kind of sort of watching um anyway all right so i guess show me your mug again because i always like to i always like to show these people what, what what do people have on their mugs it says "Great Day SA." This is, from- is that from San Antonio? <laughs> yeah, Ken's Five. This is my San Antonio station. Okay, all right. Yeah, I, I always like to showcase what's what's on your shelf. Oh, your Star Wars fan. My, my Darth Vader bobble. Let's, let's hear your best uh, Darth Vader impression. Oh gosh, I I, I, <laughs> I am your father. How about that? How about that? That was really good. I didn't think you were going to do it. <laughs> I'll always add in some that sound, right? Oh, that's good. I like that. I like how you brought it back. <laughs> I can, I can do some, uh, I can do some Yoda too, maybe if you want. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, I, I can't do it. I have to think about it. Okay. All right. So what, what, so that, so this is now the next question is the really hard question okay. is what's something cool and fun about Savannah that people might not know? Oh, okay. Um, I have applied, I don't know how cool this is. I've applied to be on a reality TV show twice, same show, gotten called back by producers both times. The most recent time was when I accepted this job offer so I couldn't be on the show, but you want to guess what the show was? It's a CBS show. That's why. Wait, wait, American Ninja. No, but I'm flattered. Thank you. All right. Wait, wait. Okay. Um, Master Chef. No. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to let you tell me now. All right, Survivor. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm with that show. I love that show. I've been watching since season one. My parents used to make me run out of the room when they were, you know, doing stuff <laughs> it was inappropriate for a child. I know, because that show's been on for, what, 30 years, right? I'm obsessed. I love, like, I still watch it. I, I think I'm one of the few people who still watch every every Wednesday night. But have, have you ever watched a show called Alone? No. A- Alone, I- Alone is on... It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that in a second. Okay, we'll talk about that off camera. Okay, all right. So, so next, like next, this is the lightning round. So, you don't have to do long answers; just kind of quick, short answers. So, you have the choice of either the last book you've read or the last podcast you've listened to. Ooh, um, the Dateline True Crime that came out yesterday. It okay, came well, out every Tuesday. All right, all right. Favorite local restaurant. Del Bar in Inman Park. Ooh, 
Amazing. Yeah, you met, you mentioned that last week. I'm I'm going to have to check that one out because I, I I looked it up because it looked and it looks really good. Very good. I love I love that I love kind of food that's kind of off the beaten path. Okay, favorite guilty pleasure. Ooh, I mean, besides reality TV, um, oh my gosh, I love this. I don't. This is lame. I can eat like a whole bag of popcorn in one sitting. Not like the small. That's like, not lame. I can do that. What? That's good. Yeah. Well, like oh, a big, okay. like a like a big giant bag. Yeah. Oh, a little bit, little little microwave bag, not a big yeah. giant bag. About the big bags. I love mm. popcorn. So yeah. All right, you got to go check out. There's a place in Kirkwood called Popcorn. Okay. Go check it. It's pop, it's called Popcorn, and it's a little little shop. It's okay. um, can't remember what road it's on, but they are like a gourmet coffee, uh, gourmet popcorn place. Ooh. They have like twenty different kinds of popcorn and all different kinds of candies. Awesome. It's on it's on the corner by the soccer field. Okay. Um, favorite local getaway. How local are we talking? No, however however local you want to be, Georgia. All right. Uh, I went to Savannah, Georgia, maybe three months ago or so ago. It was so much fun. Um, beautiful area. If we're talking about here in actual Atlanta, my local getaway is just the Piedmont Park area. I run around that area all the time. Okay. And it's, just, it's so accessible. Great park. All right. And favorite non-work hobby? Running. Running. Okay. Long distance, short distance, just running. Yeah, you running, know, right? running, whatever. I got into this during the pandemic. People say you can't run away from your problems, but I, I'll tell you, <laughs> running is really a form of therapy. Um, it's good. Yeah. We bought e-bikes during the pandemic, so we, we're biking away from our problems. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. trying to get away. <laughs> yeah. It's great. You can, you can bike anywhere. <laughs> All right. So we've been talking with Savannah Louie, CBS 46. Thank you, Savannah. Appreciate your time today. And uh, come back every Sunday, next Sunday. Next Sunday, yeah, I'll be here next Sunday. Going to whitewater rafting on Saturday, but I should be back on should be back on Sunday, and then uh, hopefully the Sunday after that and after that. And as always, if you're looking for our database of local journalists, check out our leftsandlandmedia.com website. And if you're a journalist looking for sources, give me a call or check out our mitchesmediamatch.com site, and we will set you up. Have a great day.